Hey, just like my fantasy football team name, I'm out here Millie Rockin', or technically, Josh, I named my team I Murray Rock on any block. Murray Rock on any block. Kyler Murray, baby. Okay, I get it. It's so I'm the worst coming up with things. See, I got a few y'all listen. I have a few good names, bro. Like, all right, this one is good, and I feel like it's more for our northeast folks because this I feel like that's where Duncan is more prevalent. But I got America runs on Duncan, and the D and the K are capitalized because I got DK. See, you feel me? The only thing I could come up with for one of my dynasty league was just Fitzpatrick's beard. Just the only thing I could. I I mean, hey, I I was almost making it let Dalvin Cook, but that's you know that's not bad. I I like this one. I mean, it doesn't involve a player's name, but my boy has no punt intended. (laughs) See, See? when I looked up a list of the best fantasy team names. They were all god-awful. See, bro, like, that's the thing. I feel like they're all the typical ones that you always hear, yeah. bro. Like, I don't need no, uh, like, the, oh, man. There's, what are some names that are so typical in fantasy football? Like, just Google. I'm just going to Google. I'm just, fantasy. You know, I'll drop your fantasy football names in the comments. I want to know what they are. I really want to know. I'm curious, people. What's going on, Perry? Uh, fantasy football team names. Let's see. I got this. Oh, this one's good. 99 Bortles of Beer. Okay. But nobody has Blake Bortles on that, You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. See, this is one. My ball, Zach Ertz. Like, really, bro? You're uh, mad like corny. That That's corny, though. That I've heard funny. it too often, though. I've never heard that one. So it's funny. Really? I haven't, I, I'm really seeing a real leagues, slim Brady. Only fantasy leagues I've done before last year were all the ESPN ones where you just with random people. So it was just their names as their fantasy team names most of the time. Like Haley's Comet. Corny. Mixing it up. Corny. Brady Antebellum. Okay, that ain't bad. That's a new one. I haven't the heard The sun that. will come out Kamara. My brother's fantasy team last name was was lights Kamara action? I like that one. That, that was nice. That wasn't bad. I'm not even. Kamara could work with a lot of things. This is true, but you know what, Josh? It's a good time to be alive, and the reason for that is it's football season, baby. We're finally back in football season, and you know what else it makes it easier for, Josh? I know what we're talking about every week. No more. We don't. We barely even got to do Google Docs these days. Barely even have to. <laughs> no. Yeah. But you know what? Nice. And Josh, here's the other thing too. I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing this week. I'm not. You want to know why? Because I know you're doing great. It's football week. How could you not be? I mean, I got to listen. One thing that if I don't care who's playing, it could be the two most boring teams in the world. If Gus Johnson is on the call, I am tuning. That man is just. No, that man says, says the funniest thing. I mean, an Ohio State DN got a sack in the game, and they were doing the replay, and he was like, he doesn't even look like he got shot in the face because he got shot in the face and missed a whole season last year. And he just said oh, that live on the air. He might have snapped. 
<laughs> like he does not care. He's so funny. He might have snapped. Well, football's on that back. One. It it was a nice week being able to watch college football, and it's gonna be an even better weekend. You know, I'm not even gonna lie. I think I watched more college football this weekend than I did in the last year combined. I agree. Well, no, I don't think I did, but I watched. Because you know me, football. I'm not a college guy. No, it's not. Well, I watched a lot book. last year because I gambled a lot, but I'm staying away from college football for gambling and college basketball. It's just it's I I tried, but I mean I feel like I had to watch that uh, Clemson Ohio State game or Ohio State Georgia game. Uh, that that FSU game I tuned into, that one wasn't bad as well. Uh, yeah, and then I mean I was at work on Saturday, so I couldn't watch all of it. But I thought I tuned in a little bit. I tuned in a little bit. Now, Josh, let me tell you something. Before we get into everything, I'm a little annoyed. Right. So here's the thing. I finally bought my own laptop. Right. It's coming Thursday. Your boy's hyped. I got, you know, editing software downloaded on and everything. But everything is USB-C now. It's not USB no more. So I had to buy a little bit of adapter because, you know, my mic, my camera that I use for the show, USB, right? So I got a $50 gift card for Amazon for, for Christmas this year for my brother, right? And uh, I order it. And it was over $50. So the remaining balance, obviously, they need a credit card for and me being dumb, they never asked me for a card. And I was like, I just didn't think about it. And then I looked the next day. And it is some random credit card on my account that I literally, I don't even know who it is. Like, I literally, like I literally have no idea. Clayton, you know, always welcome on the show. Uh, no, no idea who this person is. Some random lady, literally. <laughs> So now I'm like, bro, what just did you, happened? Did you charge it with it? Like, yeah. So, <laughs> so now I'm and like, it went through. Like it didn't. It didn't yeah, bro, it. it was perfect. <laughs> like nothing ever happened. That's hilarious. So now I call. I, I text Amazon. I'm like, bro, I don't know who this person is. How it got on my card, or how it got on my account? Nothing. And they're like, okay, just cancel the order. Blah blah blah. We'll try to take care of it. So what happens? Do I, I try to cancel the order? After I already get done texting with them, and what what does it say? Order cannot be canceled. And I'm like, bro, we for real? Ooh, we got a radar team? Ooh, okay. Ninth pick. All right, full PPR. Tannehill. All right, we got to remember, ninth pick too, Josh. Yeah. Tannehill, solid quarterback. It's my quarterback. Eckler. Now, here's the thing. People are very split on Eckler this year, including me, even though I do have him. I'm not big but, on Eckler. See, I wasn't too big on Eckler. And then Matthew Barry convinced me that Eckler is going to be good. I, I thought the same thing. I feel year. like – well, he was hurt last year. I know, but even in the games he did play, he got the touches and it just wasn't it wasn't working. I think they're going to let Herbert loose this year. They got too many – Exactly, but I think they let Herbert loose. And I think – listen, he's not Christian McCaffrey. But he is the Chargers Christian McCaffrey. That is true. You know what I, I mean? Good, good pick, but I mean, especially how high is he going? How high did you take him? Uh, me? I think it was the f- second round because I think I drafted Kelsey and then him. Okay, second round I like him at that spot. I think taking him because you're so high on him in the first round with your first. See, pick, even that. Look, he was my second pick. Not bad. Yeah, I think I didn't even bad though. Like All right, let's go back to the team then. 
So we got Tannehill, Eckler, Chris Carson. Now, see, I can't do Chris Carson. Chris Carson always scares Carson guy. And it's not even because I think he's bad. It's it's he's hurt. He's, yeah, he's not. Like I feel like he's good that. to miss two games a year minimum. And I see how to align is awful. I mean, it's he's in a tough. That spot. is a very talented, but just all right. Then we got Robert Woods. And see, here's the thing: I really like Robert Woods, but I don't know why he's being drafted so much higher than he was last year. Like I don't know if that's the Matthew Stafford effect. But I like I feel like is. he's drafted. Like I feel like last year you could get him in the seventh round, and now it's like the fourth. Yeah, yeah. which is a little confusing to me. Uh, but whatever, I like. I, I don't. I don't mind Robert Woods, and it looks like you got your number one wide receiver anyway with Allen Robinson. Now that's a man. I like that. Pick. Big Justin fan. Justin Fields good on the field. He, he's gonna go crazy. And then I see you over here with Kelsey. That was clearly your first pick. Obviously, that's money in the bank every single week. Best, you know. One of the best tight ends in the league right now. And then you got Henderson in your flex spot. It would just look like, and listen, Henderson was probably higher value before they got Michelle. But coming from a Patriots fan, I'm not really that worried that Henderson not going to be able to outperform Michelle. You so I like that. That's bullcrap, though. And uh, my first fantasy draft of this year, I took Cam Akers. Oof. Gone. I, yeah, Second I have fantasy draft. I had J.K. Dobbins. Gone. So yeah, just, I have I have Cam Akers uh, in the dynasty league. That one hurt. Yeah. Uh, move over to the bench, Galladay. I like it because I mean, who else? Who else are they gonna throw he's, to? He's yeah. Sony has no knees. <laughs> You're not wrong. Just bone rubbing bone. Like I said, as a Patriot fan, I wouldn't be worried about Michelle either. Juju. As a bench guy, I love. If he was your starter, I would have asked you what drugs you did. But I, as a bench guy, I love it. James Conner, as a bench guy, I, I also don't hate him. Uh, Jerry Judy, what happened? I like it. I, I just don't think, I mean, I think Chase Edmonds, I think, no, that's not his name. There's another running back. I, I got. I got to get. I got to give it time before I can actually give a full opinion on the Cardinals running back situation. It's very confusing to me. I mean, yeah. Jerry Judy, yeah. hey, he could break out this year. He could definitely break out. <laughs> Gaskin, I like him too. And then listen, Tyrell Williams, right behind Corey Davis, and. Damian Willie or Damian Harris is my fantasy sleeper. I love me some Tyrell Williams late in the draft. It's crazy to me how late. Bro, he's going like undrafted in some leagues. I mean, he's gonna. I got him with the very last pick in my league one time. Yeah, even just preseason, Zach Wilson was getting that man. Bro, who else are they gonna throw? Zach Wilson. Yeah, Corey Davis is in New York. Oh no, I thought you were talking about Tyrell Williams. I was like, bro, you good? Um. But no, Tyrell Williams, sleeper, I'm telling you. I am telling you. That's my boy. So, with that being said, I will give it a 8 out of 10. Because yeah, I really like the bench, I'd say. I, yeah, I love the bench. Hey, see, listen, this is a strat. Tyrell was the second to last pick. Exactly, bro. I don't understand why it's happening. Here's my thing. 
And, and here's my strategy when it comes to fantasy football. And it's worked for me in the past. I won three leagues last year. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know, casual flex. Um, I empty my bench every year. <laughs> Bro, they're on the bench for a reason. They ain't doing me no good on the bench. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm a big fan of taking, like, three of my bench players and maybe, like, my second running back and trying to convince somebody to give me their best running back or an upgrade at secondary running back and being like, listen, I'm giving you four number ones on their team for just one of your players. And a lot of times it works. I'm telling you. Last year I ended up with McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and Nick Chubb. That's just the other people are just not. not I'm telling you, bro. It's all about the finesse. It's all about the finesse. (laughs) So. It really, really is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We've been involved in a couple trades this year. We have. Oh, God, I'm joking on the water. (laughs) Excuse me, people. Connie afraid of Waller stands and say Kelsey the best? No, because I still think Kittle takes it. it. Clayton. I think Kittle's better. If I say Kettle one more time instead of Kittle, though, I'm going to really annoy myself. Yeah, I'm stirring up the pot, baby. All right. Well, with that being said, Leo, listen, people, if you want to send your fantasy teams in, feel free. I love rating fantasy teams. You know, Josh, I'm going to have you rate my fantasy team a little bit later on because we'll get into some things right here. But I drafted – we've been doing this league probably, me and my boys from high school, probably like five years now, I would think. Uh, this is the third year that I've been running it, but I think we did two years before that, and then, like, stuff got all messed up. But this is this is our third year of doing this one. I won last year. My other boy won the year before. But let me tell you something. This team, especially after I trade my trade my entire bench for another number two running back, I'm telling you, I'm taking the chip again. I'm going back to back. Shout out Drake, cover of Lethal Weapon. Just saying. But Josh, you before we get into all the football, yes, sir, Clayton, heading out, watch the upload. Thank you, sir. You know. Thank you for popping in for the short amount of time you can. You got a, a little UFC 268 announcement? What's going on over there? Well, uh, we didn't get to talk about it last week, but I think last weekend. Yeah, uh, people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a little strep throat. Not a fun time. I sounded like, you know, like this. So I don't think anybody really wanted to hear that for an hour. No, but uh, it was announced Usman Covington is going to be the main event. For uh, who's been coming to two? First fight was really good. I'm excited. Yes, sir. Rose Thug Rose is back, rematching against Zhang Wei Li after that nasty head kick. It's gonna be. Uh, it's good to see because Zhang Wei Li. I mean, she that was her second loss of her career, so you know she's coming back with something. I'm excited to see that. Justin Gagey, Michael Chandler. Uh, that I think that might be the fight I'm most excited for because Michael Chandler and, and Charles Oliveira was very very entertaining. And Justin Gaethje got hands, too, so I'm excited to see them strike. Uh, Sean Strickland and Luke Rockwell are fighting. Sean Strickland's just funny in the ring. I mean, he's he's talking the whole time, and you can hear it. It's, it's hilarious. And then Cheeto Vera and Frankie Edgar are fighting as well. So it's a stacked main card. I'm really excited to watch it. It's going to be good. But, I mean, we still got a couple events. 266 is coming up in, I think, the 25th. And then 267 is up. 266 is going to be good, too. A couple championship fights there. Turn of Nick Diaz. So we got we got a lot of good fights coming up. I'm excited. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All because the NFL is here don't, don't mean the other sports stop, people. We'll still be talking a little UFC, you know, a little NBA when that comes back around. So don't you worry. Don't you worry. But, uh, no, nah, I'm gassed for that one. I'm very excited. Rose coming for all challengers now. Yo, I can't wait to see Rose fight again. That's my girl. And I need Usman to absolutely murder. Just kill this Kill him. Yeah. And that's all I need. So if both of those things happen, your boy's a happy man. Now, something that won't make Josh happy, but made me happy. Because, well, once again, not that anybody who's ever watched this show should be surprised. But I'm right again. Cam Newton is out from New England. Now, Josh Josh wrote in here on, on the Google Doc, Josh Cam Newton rant. So I want to hear this. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to take a sip of some A1 Poland Spring water. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to listen, and then I'll come back. You know, go ahead, Josh. Yeah, um, I'm not too surprised they went with Mac instead of Cam. Uh, obviously, he was very impressive in the preseason, so I'm not surprised they chose to roll with him as a starter. Now, cutting him did come as a surprise, but the more you think about it, it's really not a surprise. Uh, the offense they're probably building right now is is more pass-oriented, and we all know that's not Cam's strong suit anymore. And uh, Anymore? And he, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into that in the rant because I'm tired of the disrespect about Cam's passing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I also think his – his choice not to get the vaccine and then that whole five days away from the team also played a huge factor into him getting cut. Uh, I'm not surprised. I honestly would prefer if Cam would come to Carolina and call it a career. Uh, I think he's had a great career. I don't think there's too many starting opportunities out there for him anymore, unless he were to go to a team like Houston, which I don't want to see that happen to him. But if he's still looking to play and Tyrod Taylor doesn't play well, he might wind up there. But We'll see, but uh, uh, there's been so much Cam disrespects on the timeline lately, and I just I need to set it straight because apparently everyone believes outside of his MVP year, he was just the worst quarterback in the league, and that's just not true at all. Uh, just going to give some some factual statements here. He was 13 games over 500 his whole entire career in Carolina. They had four playoff appearances prior to Cam in their entire entire franchise. And he got them to four and five years, including a Super Bowl appearance. Very impressive. All that with two years of Steve Smith, one Kelvin Benjamin year, Greg Olson, Devin Funches, and Ted Ginn. Not exactly the best weapons out there. In his seasons with Carolina, only twice did they have a top 10 offensive line. And his MVP year, they had the 32nd ranked offensive line. So, yeah, he went 15-1, and one, two Super Bowl MVP. But the worst statistically offensive line in the league. And then he did suck the year after. I will give him that. But uh, in 2017 and 2018, they were playoff teams. And in 2018, they were they were six and two for the beginning of the season. Cam actually was career high in passing percentage that year, completion percentage 67 percent. And uh, then they went on a seven game losing streak. It was very ugly to see. I remember that. It was a lot of close games, a lot of heartbreaking losses. Wound up finishing. Finishing around seven and nine, I believe. But uh, the year before, when they got to the playoffs, they were Devin Funches dropped touchdown pass with 41 seconds left away from beating the Saints in the wild card. So there are a lot of other factors that go into it. But then on the passing thing, you know, Connie just thinks last year Cam Newton just 
missed every single pass he ever threw. And then in the four games where he threw his career average pass attempts, which is just a little bit over 30, there are four games where he did that, 1,200 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. And since you're such a big completion percentage guy, he went 101 out of 149 passes in those four games, 69%. So this notion that Cam Newton could never complete the ball, that he sucked outside of his MVP year, he was dominant for all of his career up until last year and the year after his MVP year. Outside of that, he was dominant, led the team, four playoff appearances in five years when they had four since 1995 before him. Very impressive. Only 32 guys can say that they're the best player in their franchise history, and Cam Newton is one of those guys. So I'm just tired of this disrespect. He's, I know he's better than Luke? Continues. Yes, all-time in Panthers career, yes. It's not even a question. No one can deny Cam. You're going to deny it because you're just the biggest Cam hater on the planet, and I've accepted that. But, uh, you know, the hate's going to continue, but what I just said are just all facts. And there's no disputing them, just numbers. So, I mean, you do a little bit of research, and – We'll find out. Oh, oh there's been research done. Yeah, I just, I just, I just. And said I, 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 listen, there, but there's some things that I feel were a little bit left out. Like, well, I'm not saying he was good last year. I said last no, year. No, no, not even that. Not even that. He never had back-to-back winning seasons. He still led them to four playoff appearances in five years. Never had back-to-back winning seasons, bro. Four playoff appearances in five years. A Super Bowl appearance. Fifteen and one record with Ted King. Let's 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 do a little. Those are facts. What what about the fact that uh that Mac Jones is helping him learn the offense? If you believe that, you're just. Well, well, what is there not to believe? Why would they lie? Why? Why would Rob Nikovich lie about it? Because Cam Newton broke his fucking ankles six years ago and he hasn't let it go. And how would Rob Nikovich know what's going on in the office? You think Rob Nikovich Why has no one been able to confirm this? Why is it just Rob Nikovich saying it and everyone's like, no one's, no reporters can confirm it? How come nobody's come out against it? Everyone has. Literally I haven't seen everybody. one person. Everybody has come out against it. Where? On iHeartPanthers.com? No, if you believe that you're an idiot, Connie, I'm telling you, you are dumb if you believe that Cam so what, so couldn't understand on, an so offense. So what years the did Cam make been it in the league, He made it in his third year. He made it in 2015, and then they made it again in 2018. And then another – They is, made the playoffs in 2018? Yes, they made the playoffs. No, they made the playoffs 2017 or 2016. 2015. It had to be 2017 because they were 11 and five that year. Yeah, and we went that. Then 2018 was the year we lost seven straight after starting six and two. And Cam Newton had his highest completion percentage of his career. So, so why couldn't and then he, he tore ever... his labrum? And then he tore his labrum. Do you know what a labrum is, Connie? Yeah, it's the thing that... that lets you throw the fucking ball. All right. And he still wasn't good for recovering it last year because he had to take off the entire. The he played two games in 2019. Sat the rest of the year, came back in New England, and he couldn't do it. And he still had four games where he got to throw his career average and had phenomenal numbers. Yeah, you know what else he had? More interceptions and passing touchdowns. Well, it's kind of hard when your number one receiver is a quarterback. Brady had more passing touchdowns. You're than talking about the before. goat. You were talking about the goat. I don't care. It was the same offense. I'm not. It, no, it was not the same offense. Bro, yes, it was. 
okay, then explain to me why this offense is different from last year. Why can't Cam know the playbook from last year? How are you going to well, – How is that? this offense different? What are you talking about? They have if people that can actually that catch Tom now. Brady's offense was the same exact offense Cam Newton ran last year. I'm talking about personnel. Oh, my God. I'm talking that about personnel. personnel. And what happened? Brady, they lost in the wild card round. At least they made the playoffs. That was the first time the Patriots had a losing season since Vietnam broke out. But I thought Belichick was a go. Why are we blaming Cam? Whoa, 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 you're talking to the wrong why guy. Are we, why, why are we blaming the guys that sat out? Why is it all Cam's fault? You're talking to the wrong guy. I Ben said that Brady was more responsible than Belichick, so okay, don't pull that one on me. Let's eliminate that one. Then why aren't we blaming the guys that sat out? Why aren't we including other factors? Why is it just Cam's fault? Because they sat out. How are you going to blame them for sitting out? A lot of people sat out last year. So that makes the team worse. The team they was were all defensive players. Year, yeah, the defense is the reason that team has been good so long. You're the reason it's going to be good this year too. It's not going to but be what the, does the defense have to do with him having eight passing touchdowns and ten interceptions. Nothing. I'm just saying. Okay, that exactly. The reason he, is, I said he sucked last year. Why are you coming at me about last year and ignoring all the other facts? I just oh, listen, because even the, even the other years, twelve and four, and then he goes five and eight, fifteen and one, and then goes six and eight, okay, eleven and at, five, and then he goes six again, and eight again. Again, if you want to use wins as a quarterback stat, you're an idiot. You can't use wins as a quarterback stat. Look at Luke Keekley's injuries in those years. The defense doesn't have so their leader. Pretend that everybody doesn't do that. I'm saying I don't do that. That is what I'm saying. I don't know. The fact that you can just never have a back-to-back winning year, kind of crazy. I mean, not everyone can be Tom Brady, okay? Not everyone Bro, can do that. And you don't got to be the I'm greatest saying, player of all I'm time to have a back-to-back guy, winning season. I'm not Kirk Cousins is a back-to-back winning seasons. So that's your only argument against Cam Suckings. He never had back-to-back winning seasons. The, that's the, a four huge playoff appear- the four playoff appearances in five seasons is not nothing. Nothing. The Super Bowl appearance is nothing. Fifteen and one is nothing. But because he didn't do a back-to-back, congratulations. But because he didn't do a back-to-back, you're saying it sucks. I'm not saying that year sucked, but I'm saying as a career, you're bro. He's thirteen. As a career, he was As a career, he was good. You think? All right, I, let me let me ask you this because somebody actually brought it up in the chat. Do you think Cam makes the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Holy shit! Because it's a career thing, not a these couple years thing. A sixty percent completion percentage. Uh, let's see here. A hundred ninety touchdowns 20. to one hundred eighteen interceptions. Hall of Fame. Look at some of the guys in the Hall of Fame. And tell me they aren't there if they didn't get to be on Super Bowl teams doing absolutely nothing. Well, he never even won a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, just because you win a Super Bowl does not mean you get to be in the Hall of Fame. I think it's about what you did on the field. It helps a hell of a lot. That's why some bums are in the Hall of Fame because they won six rings. Yeah, well, guess what? Cam's a bum and ain't didn't win a Super no, Bowl. No, he's not. You are the biggest hater ever. I said my facts. I spit facts. They're all right there. So I mean, I don't I, even like think said, Cam's a top one hundred quarterback of all time. Top one hundred? He might not be. You're insane. You're just insane. You're insane. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, bro. You can believe that all you want. It's just not true. Like, come on. Like I said, I know you're. I know you're one of the biggest cam haters on the planet. I just don't see it, bro. 190 touchdowns, 118 interceptions. 
a 60% completion percentage, never had back-to-back winning seasons. Four playoff appearances was all the Panthers had since 1995 before Cam Newton got there. He shows up, has one of the best rookie seasons of all time, gets four playoff appearances, has an MVP One of the best rookie seasons of all time, 21 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. He has the – he has the third most passing yards in a rookie season and the most total touchdowns. I mean, if anything, I think Matt's right here and that he'll only get in because of his mobility and rushing touchdowns. But he's gonna but... Get in. So why is that a knock? That makes him a dual threat quarterback. That is a positive, not a negative. I know it's a positive, but I think as an actual quarterback. You can't compare everyone that's the same player. I know you can't. I still wouldn't put him in the hall. He's gonna make it though, and then you're gonna. I wouldn't put Eli in the hall. He's gonna make it too. I know. Well, I know. I I think Eli got a better got a better. Uh, Absolutely, because he got two Super Bowls. Not even. Oh yeah. You're. I'm done. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm just listen. You knew this was gonna happen. I know, and I'm just saying. I that's why I'm saying let's move on because we're just gonna go in circles here. Whatever. All right. We're going to the division breakdowns, people. And we're going to start it off with the NFC East. We're going to do NFC East, then the AFC. And then we're going to do NFC West, AFC West. You know, we're going to go back and forth like that. So, we'll go with the NFC East or the NFC least, as most people will call it. Josh, who do you got? Well, how are we doing this? What do you mean? I don't. I don't know. I just. I was figuring. You know. You know. Division winner. Some thoughts on the teams. You know. Things like that. Uh, division winner. I think it'll be Dallas. Ooh. I think. Uh, well. Yeah. I think it'll be Dallas. I think it'll be close between them and Washington. But uh, I just think Dallas is going to win it this year. Um. Well, I don't even know their schedule. I'm. I don't think it's going to be a lot of wins. I think they win like nine games. And Washington also wins around nine games, but they just wind up getting the edge. Uh, I like Dallas's offense a lot. I mean, their receiving core, the talent out there is insane. Uh, I think Zeke's going to have a bounce back season. I think Dak's going to come back really strong as well. The defense is still very bad. And uh, there's nothing they can really do about that right now. But uh, I think they'll win at Washington. Their defense is insane. That, that front seven is insane. Uh, I think it's going to come down to how Fitz Magic plays, and uh, I think he's I think he's going to have a solid season. I think he's going to get scary tear the ball. Adding Curtis Samuel makes that that offense really good as well. But uh, I just I don't see Fitz Ma- I see Fitz Magic having a really good season, getting them close to the playoffs. They might sneak into the wild card, but I just I'm just going to go Dallas in that. I can see it going the other way very easily, and then Philly and New York. Uh, I think they finish at the bottom. I think Giants finish last. Really? I don't think Danny Dimes. I don't think Danny Dimes is that guy. I think Saquon's gonna have a solid year. I really like that defense, but I think they finished last. I think wow. Minshew winds up taking over at some point in Philly. What? Uh, I think okay. I think, I think well, I think the hot. only reason. Yeah, I'm coming out high because yeah, I, okay. I don't think Hurts is. I don't think Hurts is gonna be able to stay healthy the whole season. Just behind that offensive line, I don't think he's gonna be able to stay healthy. He's a mobile quarterback. He's gonna wind up taking some hits. I hope he doesn't get injured. I don't want to speak into existence. Yo, Josh, we have to make a determination this year, too, by the way. What? Because last year we did a Joe Burrow prayer circle each week. We got to figure out who our quarterback is this year that we got to pray for. 
Yeah, after week one, we'll know because that's when we started doing right. it. For Joe. No, that's true. You're right. Yeah, let's hope it's not Joe again. Though. Just please, don't no, Joe. It can't. not Joe. Listen, I know you don't like him, but it might have to be Danny Dimes. It, it really might. I mean, because that it. line is. Woo! You want to talk about bad? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think they'll finish at the bottom. Uh, I think Philly just gets one or two more wins over it. So. Matt, we're hoping we don't got to do the Joe Burrow yeah, per circle not. again. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out a quarterback after week one, like Josh said, but yeah. I got a feeling it could be Danny Dimes this year. I got a feeling. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. Donald, you, maybe oh, Zach Wilson. Hey, oh, hell, it could be it could be Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I was going to say it could be Mr. <laughs> Golden Boy, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We got we got a few people to pick from this year. Um, it's not good. I, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum here, boy. I got Washington winning the division. Um, I think they're probably in the 10, 10 wins area uh, for them. I could see nine, but I could see 10. I could also see 11. I'm not going to lie. Because here's my thing. I love, and I mean love, that defensive line. They have like 65 first-round picks on the defensive line. And here's the thing. I don't think Fitz is ever, ever going to win you a game. But I think with Ron Rivera, that defense – this like, let's be real. This might be the best team Fitz has ever been on. Like, if you really think about it, besides, yeah. besides that one year with the Jets when they had Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker, yeah. like, this really might be his best team. Because yeah, I mean, look, Listen, look at the team. You got Scary Terry. You got they brought over your boy Curtis Samuel. I'm a big fan of Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. Logan Boy, Thomas had a breakout year yeah. last year. The yeah. defensive. So listen, if he can just not lose you the game mm-hmm. and they play the way that they should, I feel like they could be very, very good. So I got them in like the 10 to 11 win area. And I think Dallas will be right there with them. I agree with you on that. I think that they're probably like a nine-win team. I just think the defense is so bad. Like, their defense is just so bad that it's going to be difficult for them. Uh, I'm a little nervous, Josh. I got – actually, no, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to say that yet because I want you to rate my fantasy team a little bit later on. Um, But we'll see how Dak does. We'll see – uh, how Zeke does, you know, kind of hoping he has a bounce back year. And Even then here's he does, that backup running back, Tony Pollard. That dude Ooh. is a beast, too. I like him. I do. That's a big if, though. You're right. You are right. Um, and then here's where I really differ from you. You got the Giants and Philly battling for last. I think Philly is without question last. Like, they're like a three-win team this year, in my opinion. And this is the big difference. I got the Giants sleeper team to come and win that division. For what reason? I like the defense, but... Bro, but see, is, like, is- listen, here's another thing. I'm not a huge fan of Danny Dimes, but he has his moments. And look at the offense is not that bad. You got Evan Ingram. Bro, you got... I, listen, no I know. I know. But Josh, hear me out. Hear me out, bro. Hear, listen to my thought process. You ready? Come on. Evan Ingram went to the Pro Bowl last year. As much as people like to hate on the man, 
Pro Bowler last year. Mm-hmm. Now, how much stock do you put into the Pro Bowl? Different story, but whatever. They bring over Kenny Galladay. I like that sign. Big fan of that. So you add Kenny Galladay to Sterling Shepard. You add him to Evan Ingram. You add him got to – They got Kadarius Tony too. I love Kadarius Tony. Darius Slayton as well. You got like five See, receiving you can options. have all the weapons, though. It comes down to can Danny Dimes get it done. This is, this is true. And then, and then, hey, you get your boy Saquon back. The workhorse of that I offense is back this year. So, listen, now teams can't just, you know, sell out for the pass. You, you, you got to look at Saquon. You got to actually take a look at him. He's got the skill. He's got the skill. Buddy. Exactly. So, listen, sleeper team to come and win that division. I think that they're. I think that they're competitive because, like you said, I love their defense. Yeah, James Bradbury last year, animal. And I love Joe Judge, great coach. Great I love coach. Joe Judge too. You know, off the Belichick coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Finally, somebody that might actually work out. But also, man, you got to look. Let, at let what me tell you something. This right here too, BS. Saquon's playing Week One. There's listen, I, man. Four players retired during training camp. You want to know why? Guys called it a career. Yeah, you want to know why? Because Joe Judge actually actually pushing them out here. Yeah, but I mean, if you got guys retiring, listen, that means they weren't that good anyway. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. I got a little. Didn't Joe Judge Judge get in a fight with with one of his offensive? Yeah, in a fight with Kelvin Benjamin. No, no, I think it was last year. Actually, he got in a fight with the O line coach, like throwing fists. I don't know, but hey, I like I mean, that I'll in get, it for my coach. Everyone's gotten in a fight with Kelvin Benjamin, man. Screw that guy. Bro, this man came in 20 pounds overweight after they asked him to lose weight, and he still had a problem with it. Like, bro, it was your fault, you idiot. Yeah, one good season that thinks he can just, just do what he wants out there. But, yeah, I got them – listen, don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm sleeping on them, like, comfortably. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm – is it, I'm not like napping on him. This is like a solid eight-hour sleep that that I'm getting on the Giants to win that division. Yeah. But I like him. That's what I'm saying. I'm liking him. If Danny Dimes can do it, I, I will be tuning in at Giants because I love the I love the talent on the outside. You know, like, here's my other thing too, Josh. Maybe it's just the fact that I'm sick of bad football in New York, bro. <laughs> I bet. Like, I bet. like I either got the Giants or the Jets to watch. Like, really. But shout out college for the one thing you've ever done for me. The college I go to, I got $50 off the NFL ticket this year, bro. And I, I and I was never able to buy it because we don't got direct TV. And it was never available in my area. But since I go to school there, they have like a partnership with them. I was allowed to buy it this year. So your boy got the NFL ticket for like $100. Hey, I can watch whatever game. I can watch up to four games at a time. Hundred dollars. Like, come on, son. Hey, can't wait to hear. Can't wait to hear Chris Hansen seven hours commercial free football. Red zone. I'm not a red zone guy. I I have the Panthers game on and then I have red zone on. So I just like to watch all the games. I, I at least I try to. I try. Yeah. But we'll move over to a division close to my heart, the AFC East. Oh yeah, baby, we got a good division here. You know, a lot of people was were always, you know, kind of t- trying to take away from the Patriots a little bit that they were 
you know, always winning that division. Oh, the division's weak anyway. Of course, they're going to win the division. It ain't weak no more. Mm-mm. They got that weak sauce out of here. And with Cam being cut, Mac the starter, you know that the oldest starting quarterback in that division is Josh Allen? And he's like 24. Yeah, he's like 24. I think he's 24. Um, Wilson. Yeah, Wilson's like, like 22. I think Mac is 22. Two is, and two, two is like, like – Yeah, I think he's 23. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, Josh Allen, oldest quarterback in the AFC East. Love it. But I'll start Mac Tanning to come out on fire. Listen, I'm hoping so. I'll be tuned in to that game. Let me tell you something. Nobody from my, you know, job is really going <laughs> to watch this, I hope, at least. You know, I told them the Sundays I needed off for schoolwork. You're right. I did need off for schoolwork. I got to be studying film. You know what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? Um, but, yo, and for any future ESPN jobs out there, you see how dedicated I am? See? See? I'm just Fox, ESPN, you know, anybody. NFL Network, MLB Network. Hey, uh, anything. Pitch your boy up. Just saying. Um, but with that being said, I'll start it off here. Listen, I love the Pats this year, everything that they did. Yo, listen, if the Patriots win the division this year, I'm buying two MAC 10 jerseys. I'm buying a home and away. Swear to God, put money on it. Um, listen, love the Pats, my team, obviously. Bills are winning this division. <laughs> this division. Like, like the Bills are winning the division. Josh Allen, uh, another year with Stephon Diggs. They, they listen under the radar. Emmanuel Sanders is on the team now. Like that's not it, bad. That is such a good addition, and no one talked about no, it. No, I don't. Nobody knows about it. Such a good. You got Mister anti vax Cole Beasley on the team still, and if he can actually, you know, be on the field, he's good. He's a good player. Um, Dawson Knox over at the tight end position. And then you kind of got not a two-headed monster, more like a two-headed, like, goat. No. Maybe like a two-headed puppy somehow. Yeah. Oh, at running back with Zach Moss and um, I can't think of his name. Devin Singletary. Yes. So listen, I like I like that too. But and then the defense is going to be solid. I love Sean. Was it Sean McDermott? Is that their coach? Right. Mm-hmm. He's a he's been fantastic for them. Changed the culture. Got them winning. Uh, but yeah, they're they're a twelve thirteen win team, and I don't think the Patriots can be able to reach that. Um, but I do have the Patriots in second. A lot of people love Miami. Now listen, I'm, I like Miami. I, I I don't know if I would take them on a second date. And the reason is I'm not a Tua guy. You know, when Tua got drafted, I, were we doing this show? Yeah, we had to have been. Yeah. But long before that, when Tua was still in college and everybody was talking about him being, I've never been a Tua guy, bro. Like he had the injuries in college and now you're coming to the NFL where they're bigger, faster, stronger. Like, I don't know. I just don't. Love Tua. I like their defense. Their defense is going to be pretty solid. Obviously, they drafted uh, Waddle this year as well. They have Gusecki. Um, they have Miles Gaskin. So they have a solid offense. They have Will Fuller. 
I'm not a biggest fan of Will Fuller either because I feel like that man's always hurt. But I got them in third, and then the Jets obviously are going to come in last. But it's not about coming in last with the Jets. I think it's just about seeing if Zach Wilson is that guy. And listen, Josh, here's the thing. And correct me if I'm wrong here. I feel like usually when a quarterback gets a lot of hype, other analysts will come out and be like, why is everybody hyping this guy up, blah, blah, blah. Zach Wilson's getting a lot of hype. Like Tony Romo, you know, said he could be a top three quarterback in a couple years. You know, there's people at NFL Network saying that uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody said that they would have drafted him over Trevor Lawrence. Like a lot of people are going crazy about Zach Wilson, but nobody's coming out against it, which has me a little because you know, like, don't you feel like everybody always wants to be that guy? That's like, see, I told you when everybody was going crazy, I wasn't. There hasn't been that guy yet. So, like, I'm really interested to see what Zach Wilson is because obviously they know more than me. Like, they're smarter than me. It's not that hard. Ertz or Hunter Henry week one PPR, I'm absolutely going Hunter Henry. Patriots are literally only – Patriots are running two tight end sets the entire year. kind of in the same situation, too, with a really good tight end with them. Like Dallas Goddard and Johnny Smith. But you see, here's the thing. I – I would have to go Henry because I feel like that offense has always loved tight ends. I mean, look what happened when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Obviously, that didn't go so well. Um, But, you know, when they had Gronk and Martellus Bennett, Bennett had some very good games. And I feel like Ertz slowed down so much last year. And I feel like Dallas Goddard is really going to take that step. So week one, I would go with Hunter Henry because I think they're going to try – and get you know all their new toys in line very soon. That's a great question. That is a great question. What do you think, Josh? What do you got? Uh, for the division, I think that, No, no, no. I meant the Hunter Henry. Sorry, that's my bad. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely go Hunter Henry. I had Zach Ertz on my fantasy team last year. Did not turn out well. I think he bounces back a little bit, but I do think they're going to favor Goddard in a lot of packages. Uh, I agree, Cardi, that, I mean, you don't sign Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry and not have a plan to use. Both of them very often and at the same time. So I, I definitely go Hunter Henry week one. But that could change quickly, you know, depending on how Ertz and Ertz and Hertz. That could be a cool duo. Hertz and Ertz. Hot take. I don't think Ertz is on the team by the end of the year, by the way. I mean, she's probably in Buffalo or somewhere. I don't know why the Bills haven't traded for him yet. I don't. I have no idea. I, I like Dawson Knox, but I think having another tight end with him is. It's a smart choice. All right. But, but that's uh, still, yeah, go ahead. Who you got, Josh? Yeah, I, I agree the Bills are going to win it. Uh, the addition of Emmanuel Sanders to an already very solid receiving core is, is huge. Uh, he was really good with the Saints last year. I'm excited to see what they do with him, especially because he doesn't have to get the, the attention from defense the way he did last year on the Saints with Michael Thomas out. He was the guy over there. Uh, they have Diggs and, and Cole Beasley who are going to get a lot of attention, so Sanders is going to have a lot of – a lot of open opportunities. Uh, hopefully, Devin Singletary can have a, a better season than last year. He's pretty disappointing for fantasy owners last year, especially because we were taking him so high. Uh, but that defense got a little bit better. Uh, I think Ed Oliver is going to take a big step on, on the pass rush, so I'm excited to see what they can do. Uh, I think it's going to be close between Miami and New England. I was never a Tua guy. Wasn't in college. Wasn't last year. I've been very impressed with him this preseason. He looks comfortable out there. Looks like he he knows what he's doing out there. Last year was a weird year to be a rookie. 
because, you know, he didn't get a training camp. He just kind of got thrown into the fire early because of COVID and everything. And he finally got a full training camp, got to learn the playbook a little bit better, get a little bit more comfortable. So I'm excited to see what they can do this year. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to take New England second. I think Mike Jones is going to have a very impressive rookie season because I think he, out of all the guy, out of all the rookie quarterbacks, he's the most play now type of quarterback. I think he's 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 pro ready. He came out of that way in college. I think that's what he is. I think that's why New England's going with him. That defense is going to be so scary with Matthew Judon coming to the team too. I mean, that, that's going to be. I'm I'm sorry for Josh Allen. I'm sorry for Zach Wilson when he has to play them twice a year. That's, I'm sorry for two. That's week one. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough for those young guys. But uh yeah, I think the Patriots will finish second, Miami third. Uh, and then the Jets, I mean, like you said, it's it's not you're not expecting to win right now. I mean you put the pieces around Zach Wilson that he kinda needs with Corey Davis and Keelan Cole. Uh, now you just gotta get that defense a little bit better, let Zach Wilson develop, share up that offensive line and if Robert Sala can be that coach for them, that Adam Gase wasn't, then maybe they can have something brewing over there. But it's going to be a tough division for a very long time. So they got they got to they're not going to be getting the first seed in the division anytime soon with Josh Allen there. If Mac Jones is that guy, Williams is going to be there too. Is that guy? He's going to be there. So Jets are rebuilding, so it's not not terrible to say they're going to finish last. No, it is not. All right, we'll go over to the NFC West. Now, Josh, I'll have you start that off. Yeah, NFC West. This is this is Arizona, in them, right? Yes, Seattle. this is Arizona. Seattle, Arizona, when they're the worst team. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think this this is obviously the toughest, most stacked division. I think in the league, I think everybody can agree with that. Uh, I think first, I think San Francisco is going to win the division. Uh, I think, I just think that Kyle, that team is so good just because of Kyle Shanahan. Like, even Garoppolo doesn't have to do everything out there because they have most certain they have weapons on the outside. Uh, I really like their receivers. Brandon Ayuk. Big year for Ayuk, baby. Yeah, I think he's going to have a monster season. Obviously, George Kittle is going to do what he does. And if Jimmy doesn't perform well, they have the guy that traded up for and Trey Lance sitting right behind him. So it's not like they're going to be out here with Nick Mullins again. Who is actually pretty good, so I'm not going to hate on Nick Mullins. He was solid. But, uh, uh, Trey Lance can come in and do his job. That defense is going to come back. Fred Warner had, you know, thank you, Matt. Uh, Fred Warner had a great season last year. Uh, I think me and Connie both agreed he was a little bit low on the top 100. No. Yeah, so that defense is really good. Excited to see what they can do. Getting Bosa back, too, is going to be huge. So uh, I'm excited to see what they can do. I think they're going to finish first. Second, I'm going to take Seattle. Uh, I think just, you know, the Russell Wilson factor, I think it's going to work out for them. Uh, I think he's going to be very close with them and the Rams. Uh, I want to say the Rams, but I need to see Stafford out there before. Like, obviously, we know what he can do. Everyone believes he's an upgrade from Jared Goff. But will it work out? We don't know yet. Uh, so I need to see that first with the Seahawks. You know you're getting a shit ton of rush. That's all you're going to get. And if Chris Carson can have a solid year, that would be great. Uh, I think that defense will be solid. You know, Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner, you know, running it, I think that. It's going to be easier to stop the run for them with both those guys, but the pass game is is really what hurts them if secondary isn't that good. Jamal Adams is not a pass coverage type of guy, so he's not a big factor there. But that offense is, is scary just because you have Russell Wilson out there. DK seems to be getting better every year. Tyler Lockett does what he does. So I think it will be close between them and the Rams. The Rams defense speaks for itself. I mean, best cornerback in the league, best defensive lineman in the league. 
and uh, the rest of that defense is very solid as well. So I think it'll be very close, but I think the Seahawks, I think they finish with like the same amount of wins, but uh, I think the Seahawks will, will have more wins early in the season. They'll keep them up higher above them. And then Arizona, I think they're going to have a good year too. I think they're going to have a very just good year. just in the wrong division. <laughs> yeah, they're just in a very tough spot. You know, I mean, D-Hop and Kyler have a great connection out there. We'll see what that running back group can do. The defense is young, but it gets better. Buda Baker is, is a monster out there for them. Uh, and they got J.J. Watt now. And Chandler Jones requested a trade. I, I think that's just him trying to set himself up for, for a bigger payday. Uh, I think him having him back is huge, too. I'm excited to see what he and Watt can do together. Uh, Isaiah Simmons is going to get better this year as well. So I think they're going to have a really good season, but they're going to finish last. It, it sucks because that team's really fun to watch. You know, I f- here's the thing. I don't think anybody's wrong in picking a team to win this division, besides the Cardinals, maybe. Because like you said, I love the Cardinals, too. I feel like if they were in almost any other division, I could see them winning it. Like, I really could. Um, but it's just they're in the wrong division. Like, you have three – you have arguably three teams are making the playoffs in that division. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, hey, let's be honest. Technically, couldn't all four? Yeah, they all four could. Yeah. So I mean, like, I guess it's possible. Do I see that happening? No, but it's possible. Um, but man, I, I think I'm gonna take the Rams. Uh, and I, maybe I am on on the Stafford hype, and or maybe it does go wrong. But I don't know. I kind of just want to see him finally be on a good team. And don't get me wrong, the Cam Akers injury does kill them because, like, you need a running game. But here's the thing. The running game to them was so important because Jared Goff was so limited. Like, he's not that great of a quarterback. We've seen it. Now, you still have a running game. You have Daryl Henderson. He's not bad. It's not like he's a bad player. And as much as I hated Sonya in, you know, uh, in New England – Sean McVay knows what he's doing, so I'm sure that they have a role for him as well. So I, I take the Rams because I do like their defense. I think it takes a little step back because they did lose a few people in free agency this year. So, I mean, that obviously does hurt them. But like you said, you have Aaron Donald, literally was just voted the second-best player in the entire league uh, by the players. And then you have Jalen Ramsey, who's obviously the best cornerback in the league. You have Matthew Stafford, who I argue is now is a top ten quarterback, and before that, you probably had what uh, Jared Goff in like the top 15, 20 area. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're obviously taking a huge step up from there. I think you see career years from Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. I think Higby's going to be pretty good. Or yeah, it still is Higby, right? Because they got rid of Ever Everett in Seattle now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to take the Rams. And then I just have too much respect for Russ to not put them second. Like, I, their defense is still not good, but Russ is just a different type of animal. He, re- I mean, he really is. So I put Russ and, and the Seahawks at second, you know, another year out of DK. Tyler Lockett is still very solid. And listen, if Chris Carson can stay healthy, it gives them a whole different aspect. Because if you can run with them, take a little bit of pressure off Russ – so he doesn't have to be Superman on literally every single play. Then you know you're talking about a kind of a, of a different team here. Uh, and then I got I got the 49ers third, and like I said, you picked them to win the division, and I put them third. 
but I still don't think you're wrong that they could win the division. Like that's just how good this division is. And the only reason I put them there is because of Jimmy. Uh, I feel like he can lose you some games, you know, with the interceptions and the turnovers. And so I think Trey Lance will eventually start too. But then, you know, with him coming in, you do have a rookie going against, you know, people like the Rams and people, you know, and, you know, just you're just throwing a rookie in middle of the season. It's going to be a little bit of a transition period for them, no matter what. So it's it's going to be interesting for sure. And then, like I said, I have the Cardinals rounding it out, but that's literally only because they're in the wrong division. Like they're they're not bad. You have DeAndre Hopkins, you have Kyler Murray, you have a bunch of running backs with uh, James Conner. Can you was it was it no Kenyon Drake's on the? I think it's Chase Edmonds, but that's just yes. Sounds, I feel like it. No, I think it is Chase Edmonds. I think Kenyon Drake's on the Raiders now. Yeah. So, you know, they got a couple running backs over there. Uh, but it's just it's a stack division. Like I said, if you pick anybody besides probably the Cardinals, I do not have an argument with you whatsoever. Uh, now we will go over to the AFC West. Josh, that's all you once again. Is this the Houston division? Uh, no, this is. Isn't this the Chargers? Yeah, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, and. The Broncos. Okay, yeah. So Chiefs, pretty simple. They're going to win the division. Easy. I mean, Super Bowl favorite this year. Uh, definitely going to win the division. Excited to see what that team can do. Not so much to say about the Chiefs. We know what they are. Yeah, I mean, uh, come on. Second, uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Yes, sir. Justin Herbert's going to have a great year. I am praying to the football gods. Keep Derwin James healthy. Oh, Let us see that man begging. play. Begging. Let us let us see that man play. The defense gets so much better if he's out on the field. Uh, Joey Bosa is going to be back. It's they lost Melvin Ingram, but uh, I think that they, they still have guys on the D line that can help them out a lot. Oh, drafted Asante Samuel Jr. as well. Yeah, he, yeah he's very good. So I think uh, that defense is going to take a step. Herbert showed a lot of promise last year. Here's he's the thing: that O line now too. Yeah, that they were. Nasty. I think they had the worst offensive line last year. It ain't bad no more. No. No, the no line is very nice. Uh, Keen Allen, the most disrespected receiver in football, is going to have another monster year. Uh, and still probably be ranked 80th next year. Yeah. But uh, they lose Hunter Henry. I don't think that's a huge loss because they have Jared Cook at tight end, who's a veteran and just can still produce a lot. Obviously, everyone's very high on Austin Eckler. I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm not the biggest Eckler guy, but I do think he produces and is a good running back. And that their second running back, they have Josh Kelly, who I love. So I think uh, their running game is going to be fine, especially with that new offensive line. Herbert's going to have all the time in the world. He's going to play great. So I think they'll finish second. Uh, I think the Raiders will finish third. I think Derek Carr is, is another player who's very, very underrated. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what Henry Ruggs can do in year two. We know that Darren Waller is a top three tight end in the league. He's a beast out there. Hopefully Josh Jacobs can have a bounce back here and produce more this year. Uh, but defense sucks. Uh, the only thing that they have that's good is safeties. They have good safeties. That's about it. Uh, outside of that, they, they cut everybody on their offensive line. They cut everybody on their defense. So uh, And they tried to trade back for Khalil Mack, which I don't think I've ever heard of a situation. Did they really? 
yeah, they reached out to the Bears this offseason about getting Khalil Mack. <laughs> wow, I did not even know that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of a situation like that. But, uh, you know, they gave Gruden the 10-year contract. I think this is, what, his third year on that contract? I th- it might be, like, four. Yeah, probably four. But, I mean, they looked solid at times last year, just about being more consistent. Uh, I think Derek Carr is going to have a good year. So I think they'll finish third, and then last place, the Broncos. Uh, they got a quarterback problem. It's I get it. They I I don't hate Teddy. Okay, I don't hate Teddy. I just don't think if you're gonna try to win games, use your guy. I, I just don't think that's it. He can produce for you. He'll keep you in games. He'll get you a few wins, but he's not gonna win you those close games. He's not gonna put up a ton of points. And they have too much talent on the outside. They're very similar to the Panthers. The defense is young, and they have a lot of talent on the outside, and they have a solid running game. Uh, I think it's 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 going to be similar to us. I think we'll see Drew Locke at times this year. We'll see Teddy at times this year. I don't think they're looking to win a ton of games this year. I think they, they know that. Uh, so I think they'll finish last in the division. I could see them having a solid season, though. I mean, Teddy's a good quarterback. He'll win them some games. If he doesn't, Drew Locke will come in. And I love watching Drew Locke play because he'll let it lose, so. It'll be, it'll be interesting to watch them. And they're coming back with the drafted. Very good. Patrick Sertain, very, very good. I literally have zero complaints or things to add because you hit everything I was going to say. It's obviously the Chiefs division. I mean, that's not even really a question. I think the Chargers got a lot better, though. I mean, I think the understated thing that I would focus on a little bit more that you touched on uh, was their offensive line. I mean, they had then they get so Detroit. Oh my God, you're right. Who they draft? <laughs> they drafted. They did draft a tackle though. I don't. I like their Sewell looked awful this preseason. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he was getting murdered. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! They drafted a tackle though. Who was, was it? it? Did he play at Louisville? Was it Slater? Rashawn Slater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So Rashawn Slater, they draft him. They are. Uh, they signed Corey Lindsley, who wasn't. I believe was an All Pro last year. Not even like yeah. just in the Pro Bowl, All Pro last year. So they automatically fix their offensive line, which is what, bro. Like Justin Herbert broke those records with the worst offensive line in the league. He's so good. We're in the league, not his division, the league. So you can imagine now that he might, you know, might have more than five seconds to actually do something in a new coach, um, that he's going to be a lot better. Like you said, Keenan Allen's the most disrespected player of all time I've ever seen in my life. It's ridiculous. Um, Mike, Mike Williams, Williams also like not bad either. Yeah, he's a and like you said, I like Jared Cook. Uh, it's Hunter Henry does hurt, but you replace him with Jared Cook is kind of like a, if anything, it's like going from an A to a B. I wouldn't say it's like, you know, A to a D or anything like that. It's it's uh, still a very solid player. Uh, like you said, Bose is going to be there. Duran James is finally going to stay healthy. I'm begging. Uh, they draft Asante Samuel Jr. Is Chris Harris still there? I do not believe so. No, I think probably is. I'm not sure. I, well, all I know is I, I know that their corners are pretty stacked. Um. So excited for them, and then I have the Raiders too. Their offensive line is a little, little weird. Didn't they draft a linebacker a couple years ago too? That's, that's really cool. I'm trying to think of his name. 
But yeah, I got I got the Raiders and then the Broncos. Listen, I'm not a big fan of Teddy. I'm not a big fan of Drew Locke. So it's all kind of just bad. I think you're right, though. I think that we'll see a little bit of Teddy. I think we'll see a little bit of Drew Locke as well. Uh, and listen, football is kind of a, a quarterback is a position where if you have a competition, you have a problem. Like it's not good to have a quarterback competition because that means one of them is not really as good as the other. I mean, the only good quarterback quarterback competition you could ever have in life is is what like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, or like Joe Montana and Steve Young, or Alex Smith, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah, that's fine. But when it's Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, yeah, yeah, not I wouldn't be too thrilled if I was either one of those teams. But I totally agree with you on that. And while you're looking that up, I'll go over to the NFC. It's very bad. Kenneth Murray. We'll go over to the NFC North now. Now, this is another division I think is pretty easy. Listen, it was going to get a lot more interesting if our boy A.A. Ron decided that he actually did want to go and uh, host Jeopardy, but he decided to come back, play for the Packers again. You know, that whole last dance thing with him and Devontae Adams. Uh, Jair Alexander is one of the best corners in the league. Uh, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the league. You have Robert Tanyan, who had a coming out party last year. Um, You have Aaron Jones, who is a good running back. A.J. Dillon behind him. Uh, So they're obviously going to win this division. I don't think that's very difficult. Um, Now, after that, it gets a little more interesting because – I feel like a lot of people put Chicago second, and I don't know why, but I still put Minnesota second. I mean, I don't really say it with too much conviction, but I do, only because I, you know, I feel like Mike Zimmer is a good coach. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been in the league for a while now, so he knows what to do. You have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. Like, that's a problem. And we obviously saw what Dalvin Cook could finally do in a full year of him staying healthy last year. So, yeah, you're you're pretty set up in in the offensive spot. Uh, if they can get some of the defense taken care of better, that would be nice. Which is kind of weird because Mike Zimmer is a defensive coach, and his defenses have already have always kind of been known to be good. Uh, so I put Minnesota second. I would put Chicago third. Obviously, they're they're always known for their defense. So I think that they'll be good once again. Uh, David Montgomery played a lot better he, last year than he did in his rookie season. Uh, I don't know how long Andy Dalton's actually going to be the starter there. I feel like not very long. Uh, but do you really also want to throw Justin Fields in? Because their schedule is pretty tough. Like they play some good teams and like defenses to the point where I'd be scared to put Justin Fields in because I don't want him to get hurt. So. I think Fields is eventually going to play. I just don't know when, and I don't have that much faith in in Andy Dalton. I mean, obviously, Allen Robinson is very good, but outside of that, I don't know what they're really looking looking at on offense. And then, I mean, the Lions are coming in last. Like that's not even that's not that difficult at all. Yeah, yeah uh, I agree that the the Packers are going to win. I think it's pretty simple. Also, uh, when they did that last dance thing. Uh, just so the comments were funny because the last dance obviously comes from the Bulls and they're, they're three-peat. And someone posted a picture of all the Packers playoff history since 2010. <laughs> <laughs> it's like last dance. It was just, it was, and I was like, ah, that's just wrong. But, uh, it's like I'm last kidding. dance with your cousin at prom. <laughs> yeah, like thank God it's over. 
but uh, it's they're going to win it. It's pretty simple. The defense is improving. Uh, the receiving core is, is really solid. I like them bringing back Randall Cobb. He, played, he had a good season last year in Houston. Uh, obviously, Aaron Jones is is a top-tier running back. When you have Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be a playoff team. Uh, I do have the Bears second. Uh, I think that defense, you know, it's going to be amazing, that defense. I just, you know, the corners is the biggest problem over there. Uh, you know, they leave, they like how full they go. Uh, and then they just cut, they, they cut Desmond Trufant like last week, I think. So their corners are looking a little bit scary. Uh, but the rest of that defense is, is very, very good. Uh, David Montgomery is going to have a solid season. I think the Bears need to learn their lesson from throwing a quarterback in too early the way they did Mitch. Uh, it's just not smart, especially if they're not ready. Now, Justin Fields did look really, really good in the preseason. Uh, but I still think you just roll with Dalton the whole season, whether he sucks or not. Let just let Fields sit unless unless you're in a playoff situation and you're really very comfortable with with having Fields out there, then maybe do it. Unfortunately, I think he's probably going to like start the second half of week two. <laughs> I, just, I think it's going to be a situation like that. Uh, but I have them second, the Vikings third. Uh, I could easily see the Vikings being second, but I think they'll be third. Uh, that offense is just its insane. we got two two monsters on the outside with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and then Dalvin Cook is, is a monster. We all saw that last season. I think Irv Smith going down hurts a lot. Uh, I do not like who they replaced him with either. Chris Herndon, he lost me a lot of money on his draft team last year because he drops wide open curl routes. So I, I don't like that <laughs> signing for them. But uh, the defense is it's, it's not great, but it's not terrible either. So that defense is it should be able to hold up. I think they'll they'll try to fight for a playoff spot as well. And then yeah, Detroit is is Detroit. Hopefully DeAndre Swift can have a nice nice second season. By the way, I have no faith in him in fantasy. If anybody's watching and cares, not a single ounce. I hope what Penesul did this preseason was just him, you know, just chill it because he was getting cooked out there. He had no movement. Bro, I did not see this. I didn't know he, that. Yeah, he did not look good out there. Uh, Hopefully he's good for them because Detroit, they deserve something. So, no, they don't. I mean, they did Calvin Dirty and stuff. And Barry. So, now screw the Lions. They're going to suck. I like their coach, though. <laughs> he seems like a cool guy. I've seen some of his interviews. He seems fun. So, biting kneecaps and yeah. all that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, we go to the AFC North. And uh, listen, this is the. AFC's version of the NFC West. So I have the Browns winning it. And God, that's still so weird to say that the Browns are actually good now. It really like it really does still throw me off a little bit. But I mean, you have a monster duo at running back with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So that's automatically taking you to another level. Jarvis Landry. Always underappreciated. Man is consistently one of the best slot receivers in the league. Uh, do they get a full season out of Odell finally? Maybe. Maybe. And here's the thing. Second year of Stefanski, and Baker looked really good later in the year. He really did. So maybe they, they figure something out uh, with Baker and Stefanski. So I'm – I'm looking for big things. I mean, I don't think Baker's going to go crazy and all of a sudden throw for like 40 touchdowns or something of that nature, but I think that they're going to be really good this year. Uh, 
Obviously, they have Miles Garrett. They have Clowney now. Uh, their secondary is a year older, so they have some young guys over there. Hopefully, they'll play a little bit better. Uh, who else do they have on defense? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Their linebackers, they drafted that Notre Dame guy, Watson. He's going to be good. Yes, they drafted him. Uh, listen, I think the Browns are just going to be very, very good this year. Like, I think that they're a potential 13-win team as well. So I could see that. And then I have the Ravens second. Uh, but they're just good. I mean, come on. It's it's pretty it's pretty simple. Like their defense, I mean, their corners are ridiculous. At, I mean, they have more corners than New York City. So mm-hmm. they're obviously gonna be locking down people. Obvi- that D line is still very good as well. Uh with, what is Clay's Campbell still there? What do I feel is. like he's not? He, he is? is okay. So you got Campbell obviously losing. Judon hurts them, but it's all right. I appreciate I appreciate him. We'll take good care of him over here. Um, obviously, Lamar, even though I'm not as high on Lamar as a lot of people are, is still a good quarterback. Losing J.K. Dobbins does hurt. It does because, I mean, it they're a heavy run team. That's what they like to do. So losing Dobbins hurts a little bit, but you still have Gus Edwards. Uh, I think they actually brought in Le'Veon Bell for a workout today as well, so look out for that because I believe another running back actually tore their ACL today. Uh, so that sucks for them, but they brought in Le'Veon and they have Gus Edwards. So you look out for that. And then in the wide receiver room, you obviously got Hollywood Brown. They drafted Bateman, right? Yeah. I always mix up Bateman. So Watkins too. I always mix up Bateman and somebody else, though. I don't know why I do that. Um so they draft Bateman, they have Sammy Watkins, like you just said. And it's simple. Just, you know, they have a solid head coach. They do everything very well. So I think that they're – That's an, this, is, this is another team that if you put them first, I'm like, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to argue with anybody that has the Ravens first. I have the Steelers third uh, just because it seems like they're never really that bad. And their defense is obviously very good. I think TJ Watt got robbed last year out of the defensive player of the year. But, I mean, can you really go wrong with Aaron Donald? I guess not. But they got TJ Watt. They got uh, Joe Hayden still over there. Uh, Casey Hayward. No, not Casey Hayward. Who the hell is that? Who's the guy on on the D-line? He's an end. Cam Hayward. Yeah, Cass. Thank you. They have Cam Hayward. Uh, Big Ben came back. Najee Harris now try to get that running back, you know, try to get that running game going again. Obviously, last year I feel like people blamed uh, James Conner a little bit too much. I, listen, the offensive line was not very good last year, so yeah. And they had some retirements up there with uh, Pouncey. He retired, so we'll see how that goes. Big Ben, hey, apparently he's in the best shape of his life. I mean, I feel like you always hear that, but I feel like you never hear that about Ben. Because Ben usually goes on a on a you know bender after the each season and looks like he's homeless when he comes into camp, but I guess not this year. Um, and then obviously you know they have a bunch of wide receivers. There, I mean, Pittsburgh is a wide receiver factory. Deontay Johnson, you got Chase Claypool, you got Juju, so they got a bunch of dogs over there as well. I got them third, and then the Bengals will round it out. But I think they'll be improved this year. I really do. A full year out of Joe Burrow, obviously. They drafted Jamar Chase. Uh, they have Tyler Boyd. They have T. Higgins. I hate Joe Mixon. 
fantasy wise, I should say. Yeah. yeah um, but people have a lot of faith in Joe Mixon. Their defense is not going to be the best. It is not going to be the best. But listen, it's this is kind of another situation where I think you just keep building, and in maybe two or three years, they're going to be very good. Especially if Burrow can play like he did last year before he got hurt. Yeah, uh, I agree that uh, I'm actually I'm gonna say great. I don't agree. I have the Ravens winning the division. Uh, I think that defense, like you said, those corners are insane. Patrick Queen, their middle linebacker, uh, he he's a beast out there. He's sideline sideline. Uh, reminds me a lot of Luke Keekley, honestly, just the way he he reads the field and is in every play and everywhere. And that D line is very good as well. Uh, I think I'm on the opposite side of the argument with Lamar. We talked about it before. Uh, I think Lamar is, is improving each year to me. Obviously, he had that MVP season, so it's hard to say that, but he has been. Uh, I like I like Jeff Edwards a lot. I think J.K. Dobbins hurts, but it's not like they don't have a running back now. They have Gus Edwards, who's very, very good. Uh, you know, Hollywood Brown, he, he doesn't put up yards, but he scores a lot, which is very, very weird. Uh, they have Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews, obviously a beast out there. So I think they'll, they'll finish first. Uh, Cleveland, it's it's so weird, like you said, having them in the conversations be at the top of the division. Uh, I could see them winning it, but I think they'll, they'll finish second. I think Baker's going to keep improving. They have the best running back duo in the league. Uh, they have very nice receivers. The defense just, just seems to keep getting better. Now they add Clowney, and even if he, he doesn't have to do too much out there because they have Miles Garrett. So I mean, even if he just, just contributes a little bit, that's a huge upgrade. So. I really like that defense. I think they'll finish second. And I honestly could see it being close with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I can too. I was going to say that. I see it being close. Like, <laughs> I, see it being I don't close hate it. Big Ben, I just think his arm is dead. I watched him throw a couple deep balls this preseason. Yeah, he's got that Drew Brees syndrome. You just oh, can't get no. it deep anymore. Oh, no. It's, don't say uh, that. I hope tough. Alex isn't watching. Yeah, I hope he is. Cause see, I don't want him to get his hopes up. 11 and 0 last year. It was the farewell to it. That, that should that should have been what it was. Uh, they brought in Haskins for a reason. I think they're well aware that uh, Big Ben is seeing the end of the tunnel. But uh, I think they'll still be a very good team because I'm, I'm a big Najee Harris guy. Uh, I think he's going to be a workhorse for them, play that Le'Veon Bell type of role when he was there. Uh, their receivers, just they're so deep at the receiving core that that's not a problem for them. I think uh, it's not like I think Big Ben's going to suck. I think he's just going to limit them on the deep balls, which sucks because they have – Nothing but deep threats outside of Juju. So hopefully he can prove me wrong and throw the deep ball, but I saw him throw a couple in the preseason. Very underthrown. Uh, so uh, it's not probably succeeding that, but hopefully <laughs> not see. But uh, the Bengals, I, I think that offense is just so good. Uh, obviously, Joe Mixon's a solid running back, not the best. Very disappointing for fantasy owners, like Connie said. But that receiving core is, is just nasty. Tyler Boyd is getting so many catches all the time. He's a guy you want on your fantasy teams, too. Uh, T. Higgins is a beast. I think Jamar Chase is going to have – Oh, we got some breaking news, Josh. Ooh, it's perfect that we're talking about this division as well. Mark Andrews got signed to a four-year, $56 million extension. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. It is well-deserved. He's a beast, but apparently not to, not to Mike. Michael thinks he's – I thought Michael had him ranked very high. I thought he had him, like, low. I right, yeah. I'll go, don't worry, I'm going to go back and look now. I mean, Michael's list was terrible anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, No, he had a Andrew's second. Okay, so that's what it was. He had a way yeah. too high. Yeah. No, Andrew's very good tight end. Very good tight end. 
But uh, I think the Bengals' offense is going to be very good. I'm not expecting a lot out of Jamar Chase. I think he's a guy that's going to take a little bit more to develop. He has all the talent in the world, but I think he just needs to work on a couple of things before he can be that guy for them. Uh, the defense got a little bit better. Uh, their secondary is it's decent, but uh, the front seven isn't too good. Uh, they they didn't sign anybody for the front seven, which I was surprised by. But they did improve that offensive line, which is the number one priority for them. Uh, we saw it happen to Joe Burrow. But when Joe Burrow did play last year, he was very, very good. So I'm excited to see what they can do. And I can usually see them finishing third and Pittsburgh last. I think it, it wouldn't shock me just because I, I think Pittsburgh is is obviously a very good team, but this might be the year they fall off. But we say that almost every year for a while now, so we'll wait for it. But I'm excited to see every team in this division. I'm so, I want to see what the Bengals can do, and obviously Cleveland and, and Baltimore teams to watch. So, Like you said, it's 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 the AFC's version of the NFC. So. That it definitely is. And then I think, you know what, this last division, pretty easy anyway. So uh, maybe we maybe we just speed it up a little bit. You know, we still got some things to get to here. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll do the NFC, AFC South. Uh, I think it's pretty easy for the South. I mean, really? You think nobody's competing with Tampa? Like, it's – I'm sorry. I know you love your Panthers, but uh, Tampa's winning that division. I would probably put New Orleans second. And then your ah, – you know what? No, I will. I'll put your boys third. And then I'll put Atlanta in last. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Tampa repeats this year. So, brought everyone back. Uh, I think Sam Darnold just has to be solid for us to finish second. Jameis is going to do what Jameis does in New Orleans. And then Atlanta, their defense is awful. But I'm excited to see their weapons. So, I agree with it. Uh, And then we go over to the AFC South. It's a little more difficult. But, listen... You know how I feel about my man, Carson Wentz. So I got the Colts finishing first. I got Tennessee second. Not in love with their defense. That's my problem with them. Not not a big fan of that defense. Uh, Jacksonville third, and then Houston literally might go 0-17. Yeah, uh, I got Tennessee winning it. Uh, I think King Henry has another monster year, probably somewhere around 1,800 yards, <laughs> just carrying that <laughs> offense. Uh, the defense is very – very, very questionable. So I, I don't think that's a strong suit. But I do not, I'm not a Wentz guy. I, I hope he can have a good year because he's very fun to watch and I like their receivers. But I think it's going to be the Jonathan Taylor show over there and I don't think he's going to be carrying them to a division title yet. Uh, and then, yeah, I go Jacksonville. But, you know, Tyrod Taylor, get the job done in Houston. You know what? Sounds legit. It does. We're going to predict. You know, Josh, I think we should do this. I think we should predict our uh, our awards now, midway through the season, end of the season. So we get three revisions to it. See how many we can get right. MVP. This is a hard one. It really is. I mean, you can go easy with how – about, how about we do this? Let's go, let's go our MVP and let's go, let's go uh, uh, hot take MVP. Okay. So, man, I feel like you can't go wrong with Mahomes, but I feel like that's just too boring. So, you know what? I'm going to go with my dad. (laughs) Thomas Brady winning the MVP this year 
because they brought literally everybody back, and they're going to be gross. 40 touchdown passes, I'm calling it. Mike, did you hear Mike Evans said that they're miles ahead of where they were last year? I bet, dude. That, <laughs> that, is, not, that is not what you want to hear. And not only, they brought everyone back and got better because O.J. Howard's back. Like no, literally. Like, that is not what you want to hear when you when they just won a Super Bowl. That they're miles yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I believe last dance means he's about to just put up numbers. He does not care because uh, he's on a one year deal, so he's gone after this year. So he's you know what? Can, can can I change my MVP pick? <laughs> no, you can't. You said Brady. <laughs> All right, fine. Give me your dark horse, Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray could uh, sneakily have a good season, especially if they somehow do finish the top of that division and just have a monster year. It's going to be because Kyler Murray puts up numbers, so he would be my dark horse. Dark horse MVP. I'm going to – you know what? I said he wouldn't do it. I'm going to go with Baker. I want you to go Wentz so bad. You know, I really was going to. I really was. But I, I just decided not to because I did last year. But hey, he's still your pick. He's your pick every season. He's not picking my heart for sure. Yeah, he, he's always. If he wins it one day, it'll be I'm like, claiming that it. I picked it. I'm claiming. Yeah, God, he called it. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, uh, listen, and just a heads up, I was gonna change my MVP pick from Thomas to uh, Josh Allen, but I guess I'm not allowed to. Whatever. Defensive. Player of the year. This I don't think we will go dark horse for these because that's just too difficult. Defensive player of the year. I think TJ Watts coming for vengeance that he didn't get it last year and putting up 18 and a half sacks this year. Maybe you know a couple forced fumbles, INT, three touchdowns. Let's see it. I'm going Miles Garrett. I think he builds off fair. last year and just very fair point. Now we got offensive rookie of the year. You know what? I think that he's going to be – I don't know if he'll be the best player, but I think he'll be on the best team. Mac 10, baby, offensive player of the year, or offensive rookie of the year, I should say, leading the Patriots to the playoffs. Might not have the best year out of everybody, but they'll win the most and he'll put up solid numbers. So I'm going with Mac 10, my new boy. I'm going with Zach Wilson. Uh, I think the Jets are going to suck, and they're going to be trailing a lot, so he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. And they have pretty good weapons, so I think his numbers just just look crazy. In the lines of now we got defensive rookie of the year. I'm going with Micah Parsons. He looked good this preseason. He looked real good. I am going with Patrick Sertain. Really okay. like that stuff in one preseason. I think he's going to be a top corner in the league eventually. So he's going to have a really now, good Josh, this one's not up here, but I want to know your your thought on it. Comeback player of the year. See, I was going to write it, but I didn't. I couldn't think of who was injured last year. I'm going – well, I mean, you could go with your boy CMC. What? You could go with Saquon. But they, you could go with so – jo- comeback just they missed a lot of the season last year? Yeah, I think so. Because CMC played three games. So no, but he coming? would still – no, he still would win it. He could win it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going CMC then. <laughs> CMC go with that. See, I want to go with CMC, 
But I feel like since this player missed it, it's automatically his award, and I'm going with Dak. Mm, like I feel Even like though yeah. Alex Smith is probably going to win it just because he's just because he's still alive, year. honestly. Yeah, I mean he's walking. He should win. Now, give me your conference winner, Super Bowl prediction. I think we get exactly what we got last year. I got Chiefs and Bucks, and I think the Bucks repeat because there's no reason they shouldn't. I got Bucks. Bills. I you think are in love with Josh Allen. Yeah, listen. I here's the thing. Diggs is super good, but I really do like the Sanders pick, bro. I, like I, I feel that. like it's so <laughs> underrated that yeah. nobody cares about it. But Emmanuel Sanders is a very good receiver still. Pick him to win it. Pick him to beat your dad. Nah, he ain't beating Brady though. Come on, son. He's Brady's been Brady's seen the Bills since they were little calves. <laughs> yeah. And they've grown up in the Bills. He, he's, but not nah, he, he been he been hunting for years. Yeah. Now, Josh, with the NFL season back, it's my favorite time of the year, baby. It's the pick segment. The NFL pick you. segment is back, and I am excited. I am excited as ever. And obviously, we're going to keep track of this again. We're going to see who wins. Of course, I am the defending champion, uh, you know, in the postseason as well. I'm just saying. But, Josh? Very impressive for a, a one year, once, one through. Like well, you know, defending champion. Time. The crown one is right here. So you guys can't see it, but the, I am wearing a crown. So you, are you going to keep track, Josh? Oh, you know I am. I got to make sure I win. All right, all right. We start off with the NFL kickoff of the 2021 season. The Bucks versus the Cowboys, raising that banner. Cowboys at Bucks, obviously going with the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going with the Bucks too. I mean, come on, come on. Let's be real here. Now we got the Cardinals at Titans. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, actually. Tannehill's coming off of COVID. You know, maybe not fully recovered. So, I don't know. I'm going kind of going back to back like Drake. Come on. Don't even question it. Easy. I'm going with the cards. See, I was going to go Cardinals, too. Hey. But now I, now I kind of want to go Tennessee just because you got to pick the games where you disagree to try to. Try to get the one up, and this is going to be a good game and a possibility. Of, yeah, I'm going. Right. I, I did this last year to myself. Bro. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'm going Arizona. I'm going Arizona. All right, see? Listen, you don't gotta. You don't have to pick against me. But eventually we'll, we'll I do because we're going to disagree by default. Eventually, it's not like we pick every <laughs> game the same. What if my strategy this year was just to pick every <laughs> game? You like, pick every game, game against. Because like, no, if I pick every game you pick. Then you can't win. You can't go back to back because it's a tie until the I Super mean, Bowl. Then we have to go against it. Exactly. Even then we got the toilet bowl of week one, the Jags at the Texans. I'm, I'm going to go with the Jags. Trevor Lawrence gets a win in his first start. I hate this. I forgot how much I hated this. Uh, shit, I'll go Houston. I think oh, man. Shut down that 0-17 right away. 
get the win, scare Travis. Josh is making it easy for me this year. <laughs> Vikings at Bengals. I'm going with the Vikings. Joe Burrow is back, but I don't know. I think Dalvin Cook having a big game week one. Yeah, I'm also taking the Vikings. Now we got the Seahawks. Rational decisions. Why did I pick Houston? Oh, no. Houston, baby. Seahawks at Colts. This one's hard for me. A 1 o'clock game. Seattle starting off the year. But, hey, listen. Is Wentz playing? I believe he is. I also believe Quentin Nelson's playing, too. But – Russ is a god weeks one through like seven. So I got to pick Russ. Yeah, if Jacob Eason was starting, I'd pick the Colts. Oh, well, yeah. Carson Wentz, I'm going Seattle. This this guy. This guy. That's just unbel- <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. Jacob Next one, we got the Steelers at Bills. Going Bills all the way. By 10 at least. I won't say by 10 at least, but I'm also going with the Bills. 49ers at Lions, 49ers by 15 minimum. Yeah, uh, I'll take the spread on that. (laughs) Now we got the Chargers at Washington. And I love me the Chargers. I love Washington. And I'm going to go with Washington. And I think the Chargers are going to be very good. But, like I said, they rebuilt that O-line. And week one, a rebuilt O-line going against that defensive line, I can't pick them. I got to go Washington. Since I made the Houston pick, I can't go risky again. I will also go Washington. Oh, he's soft. He doesn't even want to, people. He wants to go with the- right, Can I change it then? Yeah. I hate this segment. I hate this segment. I don't care. I hate this segment. I'm going Chargers. I hate this. I don't okay. want to be here. Why do you get to go first every time? You Why are going you- first because I'm reading the games off. Keep going. Oh, no. You can go first the rest of the way. Jets no, at Panthers. Keep going. No. You're picking. I'll, I'll sit here all night. We'll switch. We'll, switch. we'll alternate next week, but you already are gone. Oh, whatever. Week. Jets at Panthers. I'm going with the Panthers. Yeah, I picked them every game last year. Are you doing the same thing this year? We'll we'll see. (laughs) Depends how I'm feeling. I picked us against the Chiefs last year. I'll be damned it almost worked. But uh, definitely go with us this week. Then we got Eagles at Falcons. I'm going with the Falcons. The Battle of the Birds. Yeah, I'm going to go Falcons. All right. Now we got the Browns at the Chiefs. What a game in week Week one. Week one? Oh, man. I love me the Browns, but they couldn't win last year in the playoffs when Patty wasn't even in the game. So I got to go Chiefs again. Yeah, I mean, if Chad had me close to now, I'm definitely going Chiefs. Unbelievable. Imagine if the Browns really did win, and then they probably would have won the next week, honestly. Yeah. Packers at the Saints. Packers by at least 11. Yeah. Um, James is probably going to throw for like 350 yards, four touchdowns, five picks, but definitely no Packers. Now we got the Broncos at Giants. 
and Denver's actually favored in this game, I'm still going Giants. I feel like that's disrespectful. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I'm going to take that bet. I'm also going Giants. I don't like Denver. <laughs> I don't see why. Like, like, why? Why? Yeah. Then we got the Dolphins at your boys, the New England Patriots. Mac 10 starts his career off with a fat W. I'm going with Miami. Hater. I think Xavier Howard gets a couple of picks. Unbelievable. Bears at Rams. Come on. Come on. Rams by 16. Yeah, uh, please don't play Fields. That's all I got to say. No. Please don't. Even if, even if Dawn gets hurt, throw in Cordero Patterson. Nick Foles still there. <laughs> you paid him. Play him. As you know, you're right. Now we got the Rave, Ravens at Raiders, and I mean, I'm not even I'm not even worried about that one. I'm going Ravens all the way. Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought we don't do Mondays. Oh, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that because we talk about it on that Monday. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So how about uh, so now? But see, Josh, here's the thing. Do we have a pick? Uh, that's a, this, that's what we'll do this year. Then we're gonna have the Sunday pick segment, and then we'll do Monday nights as like a separate bracket. How about that? Okay. Okay, I like that. Because you know Mondays, people, we're here every day, every week, seven Eastern. So yes, instead of watching ESPN, you know they're they're a little. You know, Monday night countdown. Why not watch your boys? Exactly. So we will wait for the Monday night game till next week. But the pick segment's back. And I'm and let me tell you, hate the segment, love the segment. Football's back, and that just makes me happy. Like there is football on Thursday. Yo, I got a big Thursday. I got a big Thursday. I got an interview with a guy who produced a a 30 for 30 on ESPN. Hey. I uh I my computer's supposed to come on Thursday. Hey. NFL football's back on Thursday. That's I think cool. I got a doctor's appointment on Thursday. Like I got a lot of things to do on Thursday. <laughs> Doctors, bro. let's go. Bro, I got school on Thursday. Big like, day for Cody. Bro, this is a, this a big Thursday for you, boy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do in my life. Too many things going on here. I need another, I need a clone. <laughs> but that will do it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you come back next week to see who wins the pick segment. We'll be breaking down the games again. And, of course, all other sports news will be covered. And listen, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube people, Generational Sports. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter at Gen Z Sports. We're doing an Amazon gift card giveaway. 100 subscribers on on uh, YouTube, 200 followers over on uh, Twitter, and we're giving away a gift card. So go and check that out. Josh, what you got for everybody before we go? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, at JoeLynn underscore four. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Generational Sports, and tune in Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Yes, sir. As for me, obviously we do this every Monday, like Josh just said. Uh, tomorrow, the hard count. CJ's back, baby. Me and CJ are back. Uh, we're doing a nice little NFL kickoff panel tomorrow. So a lot of people from Unwrapped are going to be there. Of course, Josh, if you want to pull up, slide on over. Uh, that will be at 9 Eastern. 
And then on Thursday, Backstop Banter live at 10. Uh, yeah. You can catch me on Twitter, Anthony Conroy underscore, and then at Gen Z Sports for the podcast. But until next week, we will see you guys later. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And football is officially back. We'll see you. Thank you.